Right, if you take God's precious word and to turn to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. God willing, we'll finish out this chapter tonight. And Brother Shepherd will start brand new in chapter 5 with you next week. In our study of Proverbs so far, we've seen several references to the Christian pathway. As well as the pathway of the wicked. And uh, like a road that God's given us to take and, and the, the, the drifting off of that road. We've seen that repeated uh, throughout the book of Proverbs. And that illustrates for us our day-to-day -day relationship. What the New Testament would call our walk, our Christian walk with God. And that's consistent in both the Old and New Testaments as a theme like the children of Israel walking out of Egypt and following God out. And so we're going to uh, watch Solomon refer to this theme again tonight. In verses 18 and 19 of this chapter, Solomon said, The path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. You'll remember us learning that particular passage. And now alluding to the path of the just, that believers walk, in which God leads us through uh, by His Word, Solomon tells us in verse 25 tonight, Let thine eyes look right on. Let thine eyes look right on. Generally speaking, the eyes look before the feet walk. Isn't that right? I came in here tonight and it was dark in here. And I opened the door and I walked in and immediately my eyes started scanning, you know, looking for things to bump into. But the eyes look before the feet walk. And if they don't, then we're going to trip over something. We're going to run into something. We're going to step out in front of a car or fall into a hole or something. The eyes alert us to the dangers or the pleasures that lie ahead of us. And for this reason, it's important that we keep our eyes on the path God has set before us. Because if we see something that looks difficult ahead of us on the path of righteousness, or if we see something that looks pleasant to our eyes, that's off the path of righteousness then we may be tempted to depart from the path that God has ordained for us in order to either avoid the difficulty or to um, obtain the pleasure that's off the path we're supposed to walk. And so here's a kingdom truth for you tonight. Our feet will soon be walking in the direction our eyes are looking. Our feet will soon be walking in the direction our eyes are looking. If you'll remember, the very first sin committed on earth started with a look. It started with a look. And then the feet quickly followed thereafter. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 says, When Eve, quote, saw that the tree was good for food. You see that? She saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. She took and did eat and gave also unto her husband. 
So when she saw, and it was pleasant to her eyes, that was the eyes. And what the eyes saw, the feet followed. She ate, she, she took, she ate, she gave. So the feet will soon be walking in the direction the eyes are looking. Her eyes looked and her feet followed. And even uh, 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 Eve looked upon that fruit. And I want you to think about the allurement of what she physically saw. She saw this allurement. And so the eyes that Solomon is speaking of tonight, they represent the eyes not of our flesh. They represent the eyes of our mind, our soul. You could think of it like that. When our, when our mind, when we begin to ponder, when we begin to consider the allurement, which is what Eve did. She saw the tree was good for food. Hmm, that looks good. It was pleasant to the eyes. A tree to be desired, to make one wise. She starts thinking about that tree. She's, she's, she's contemplating on the benefits supposedly, of eating from that tree. And so, when we're thinking of looking here, when Solomon says, let your eyes look straight on, right in front of you, he's talking about the eyes of our soul that consider the allurement of the things that are placed just outside the path where we're supposed to walk. When Eve thought over that forbidden fruit, she considered in her mind what she perceived would be the benefits of eating it. And after thinking it over for a while, she, I'm sorry, she finally talked herself into eating it. That's how it works for us. If we let our eyes wander off the path God has established for us, if we allow ourselves to consider the possibility of departing from the path, even a short distance, that we might gain some perceived earthly pleasure or comfort, then there's a very good chance that our feet will soon follow our eyes. Because people can easily talk their feet into what their eyes are looking at. We've all done that, haven't we? There's something we know's wrong, but when we allow our mind to start dwelling on it, start thinking about it, start imagining doing what we know's wrong, after a while, our eyes will tuck our feet into following the direction they're looking. So for this reason, Solomon told us to let our eyes look, quote, right on. And in the Hebrew, that means let them look at whatever is directly in front of them. Directly in front of them. In other words, don't let your mind wander off the righteous path of God's Word. And your mind begin considering doing the things that God has forbidden. That's what Eve did. She started listening to the snake. And she started looking over there at that tree. She should have never looked. She started looking over that tree. Hmm. Let's consider it for a while. And soon her feet were walking the direction her eyes were looking. Don't consider that flirtatious person at work. Don't let your mind dwell on some sinful temptation. For if you do, your feet will have the tendency to follow those thoughts in your mind. And you'll begin to turn from a thought into an obsession. And then you'll find some way to justify your departure. 
from the path you're supposed to be on in your heart. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It was, you know where it was? Can you want to remember where the Bible says it was? It was in the midst of the garden. In the midst of the garden. I mean, God put it there on purpose. Right in the middle of that garden. I can just imagine Eve thinking to herself as she looks at that tree. Well, God made the tree. He's the one who put it here in the garden. So it can't be all that bad. Why would He put it so close to us, so nearby? That reminds me of how people justify smoking marijuana. Have you ever heard them talk like that before? They get all religious. They do. They get very religious about it. They say, well, it's, it's a natural herb that God made. That's what they like to throw God into. God made it. Making it sound like it's lemon balm growing in your yard or something, you know. Like a tomato outside. Uh, like it's something God wants you to do. Or else He wouldn't have put it there. When God's Word says clearly, do not be intoxicated, but to be filled with the Spirit. Eve saw that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was pleasant to the eyes, that it was good for food. She looked at what was forbidden, then she justified what she saw, then she partook of what she justified. Let me say it again, this is how it works. She looked at what was forbidden, then she justified what she saw, then she partook of what she justified. But if we won't look at what's forbidden, then we won't justify what we see, then we won't partake of what we have not justified. To us, it will not be justified, it will still be forbidden in our hearts. Solomon said, look back in the text, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Don't let them turn the least degree to the left or to the right of the straight path of God's Word. The straight path of the Bible is always the safe path for the believer. The straight path of the Bible is always the safe path for the believer. Solomon said, look in verse 26, ponder the path of thy feet. Underscore the word ponder. Ponder the path of thy feet. It's a fascinating passage here. Because the Hebrew word ponder here, it literally means to roll flat. Now I want you to think of when the highway crew are laying down a fresh surface on the highway. What rolls that flat? Can you think of that big, that big uh, roller? Uh, what was the technical term for that roller? Huh? A what? Compactor? All right. Well, that works for me. How about that? Whatever. Big old round thing like this. And rolls across there. As it rolls across, that's what it means to ponder. They're literally, in the Hebrew here, they're pondering a path. It means to roll flat like the highway crews roll out a highway. And the idea here is that we should let our minds prepare our path before we walk on it. Just like the highway crew prepares the road, rolling it flat. What would happen if they didn't roll it flat? They just dumped the asphalt out there. That's what we would be like going down the road. 
But they, instead of doing that, they prepare it, they ponder it, they roll it flat so that when we get on the highway, we can have a smooth journey. All the bumps have been taken out ahead of time. And if we take God's Word and we allow God's Word to go before our eyes and our feet to go after them, then God's Word will roll flat all the bumps out of the highway. The bumps that we're not supposed to take, that is. They won't take the hills out. There's still hills on the road, aren't there? There's still hills to climb. There's still valleys to descend into. But the bumps of sin will be rolled out. Instead of making hasty decisions based on our flesh, based on our carnal, carnal lust, we should allow godly decisions uh, to be made based on our consideration of God's Word. Let the, let the Scriptures roll it out. When we consider the Scriptures and we apply them to the day-to-day decisions that we make in life, you know what we're doing? We're letting God's Word roll out a path for us to walk on. Write down in your margin or in your notes, Psalm 119.59. Psalm 119.59 says this, I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. Isn't that good? This is pondering the path of your feet. He said, I thought on my ways. I thought about the direction, the path that I would take. And when I thought on my ways, I turned my feet unto thy testimonies. So as he, what was he doing when he's thinking of his ways? How could he turn his feet into God's testimonies? That is, as he was considering the direction he would go, he began taking God's word into consideration for that direction. How, what decisions am I going to make concerning A, B, C, and D? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? How am I going to apply my day here? Uh, uh, you know, what am I going to, how am I going to respond to whatever circumstance comes up? Those are the ways, the paths that he's going to take. And as he's pondering on them, he's thinking, what does God's word say about this? So before he walks, he takes God's word, he applies it to those decisions that he's thinking about. And then God's Word rolls the path out flat for him. And then his feet turn in the direction of God's statutes. He's looking, he's considering his ways, applying the Word, looking at the Word. Then his feet travel the direction his eyes are looking. Because he's looking straight on to God's Scriptures. What a beautiful passage of Scripture here in Psalm 119.59. And since God's Word is established in heaven then our path will be established on earth. Solomon said, ponder the path of your feet. Look back in your text. And let all thy ways, let all your paths be established. Established. When the highway crews build a highway, they scrape it down. They lay some good solid soil down for a base. They then compact it. They put a, uh asphalt on there. They roll it. They seal it. <laughs> they do everything they can to make sure they have a good, solid road 
for the public to travel on. That's establishing that road. When it rains, no one thinks about Highway 175 or Highway 198 around here. No one thinks about it washing away when it rains. Why? It's an established roadway. That's what Solomon's saying here. Ponder the path of your feet. Let the word roll it out for you. And when it does, and all the paths you take will be established. You're not going to get on that path. And then trouble happen. And suddenly your path be washed out from beneath your feet. What's established in heaven will establish, be established here on earth. When you walk in it. Your path will be built solidly. Instead of a path of shifting sand, the Word will be to us a path of solid rock. A solid, well-built path of Scripture, rock, will always be a safe and dependable place for you to step. You can trust that your feet won't sink or slide in stormy weather. You can trust that it will always lead you to the place where God wants you to be. So Solomon says in verse 27, Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. That is, keep stepping on the stepping stones of God's Word. Trust in nothing else. Back in your text, remove thy foot from evil. Which means harm, destruction, that will surely come your way when you depart from God's Word as it did Eve when she departed from God's Word. When she began looking at that fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and then her feet began walking the direction her eyes were looking, when she did that, her feet were walking toward her destruction. The destruction of her, the loss of her life, the loss of her husband's life, the loss of their offspring's life. Trouble coming from generations to generations to generations down the road. All the way down. Her feet were walking toward evil, toward destruction. Don't just think of evil as something uh, bad. Think of it as something destructive. That's the sense of that word. So when let your feet depart from evil means... Let your feet get back on the path of God's Word. And as they step away from that departure that you may have taken, you're not just stepping away from Scripture. I'm sorry, you're not stepping back into Scripture. You're stepping away from harm, from destruction. Solomon didn't say, remove your eye from evil. Do you think about that? He said, let your eyes look right on. Let your, don't let your eyelids look to the left or to the right. But he didn't say, remove your eye from evil. He said, remove your feet from evil. <laughs> it may not look like evil when you see it. But mark it down, Christian. Anytime you look away from the path of God's Word, what was pleasant to the eyes will become painful to the feet. Anytime you look away from the, 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 the path of God's Word, what is pleasant to the eyes will become painful 
to the feet. And with that, that'll be a good place for us to stop tonight. Lord willing, Brother Shepherd will take back up in chapter 5 next Wednesday night. I'm looking forward to hearing it. It's a wonderful thing about having church online. You never have to miss church no matter where you go. We can close the word of prayer tonight. Father, we thank you so much for your precious word. Father, we thank you for the simplicity of your scripture. We thank you, Father, for the truth of where our eyes are looking, our feet will soon be walking. So there's a preventive measure we can take before the feet depart from the path. And that is to ponder the path of our feet. To let your word roll it out flat and establish the ways that we go before we ever step. And never let our eyes depart from that established path. And Lord, we pray, dear God, that we'll apply this to our hearts. And let this be a principle that we'll hang on to, Lord. Until one day, Father, we take our final step here on earth. And we step into the clouds with you. In Jesus' precious name we pray.